There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Yeah, everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, I hope your cake's up. London with the beach, yeah, we go so in. Come a girl with a friend, yeah, we both win. Hotel chilling, yeah, she's sweet. Got the pain and the koozie up in the suite. Taking pics with the side chick, oop, delete. I bet you wondering how I keep it all so neat. Yeah, back in the days, 14 years. Going up, London town, yes, no fears. Went on a vacay, yes, it was a teaser. Later found out she was going to a visa. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Pump Heads. I didn't quit. I thought about quitting. I'll be honest. It was a great break to not have to think about these idiots or talk about these idiots. But now 
I have a little more gas in my tank. So I'm back with a very special guest, Jenna Klaus. Hi. Hello. I'm so um, excited to be here. Having I'm a so excited commoner. to have you. Yeah, no, um, not a mere commoner. You run a TikTok account called Didi My Dough that has gone viral several times for your Vanderpump Rules content. And you're a longtime yes. subhead. So I feel I honored to have you on the pod. Thank you so much. This is awesome. I hope, you know, I do well and make you proud. I'm already proud. You've already done it. <laughs> I'm like dream big. You're it's talking about Vanderpump rules. So yeah, I think you're exactly. going to be just fine. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do is just talk about this week's episode and last week's episode. Cause as I explained to Jenna, these people have really put me through the ringer this season. Um, oh, yeah. I don't really know what's going on, except I am finding myself kind of liking these two episodes more than I've liked yeah, past ones. Did you I agree. experience the same thing? I did. I, I lulled a lot. There was like a couple of really good scenes that I thought were hilarious. It's not like, you know, back in the glory days of Vanderpump Rules by any means, but I had some good laughs with these two episodes. Yeah, I would say that I was lolling and then also simultaneously just writing like, no, 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 no. This is like a bad idea. <laughs> and I think that that is my Vanderpump sweet spot or like yeah. a spot that I will accept as current day Vanderpump rules. Yes. Along. Yes. So I guess it was like a pleasant surprise to come back and yeah. return to these two episodes. Absolutely. I used to watch the episodes in like awe of the drama Mm -hmm. And now I kind of watch them just because they're like slightly funny because they're just, you know, they're fools. They're all pretty much fools. I love a couple of characters. I, I want to be friends with Ariana. She's like one of the cast members that I really like. And I like Sandoval, but I love watching all of these people come apart at the seams. Yeah. What was your favorite season? Uh, two. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's what everybody says. I think two, three, four, we'll put one in there, six, five. I've thought about this before. Wow. Yeah. You have <laughs> thought about it. I love that comprehensive <laughs> answer. I would say maybe two, six, definitely five is the bottom two, six, Three, one, four, five. That's a good lineup too. It's six yeah. cannot be understated. The Jack's cheating on Brittany, although it was it was not surprising in no. the least bit. It was just still really entertaining. Like I, I, what I would say about this season is that it needs more cheating. We definitely need more cheating. I feel like. I'm so sad that Sheena gets herself into these terrible life situations over and over, <laughs> yeah. but I do think that nothing good will come of this Brock situation no. for her. No. So we can bank on that for the future 
as sad as that is. And it doesn't have that same glee to it because it truly Mm -hmm. is like Sheena, why? Like, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I agree. We need, we need more cheating or just like breakups. I guess we'll have that with Raquel and James. We will. Yes. That's, that's happening. I mean, that all happened off screen and Lala and Rand, but for Sheena, I see in her future, another giant sized photo of her with her new man hanging up in her apartment. I see that for her and I'm so happy for her. Yeah. I think I'm glad to see that she continues to just put up photos of herself as art. (laughs) So it is a show where the more things change, the more they stay the same. Exactly. Exactly. Or the more things change, the worse everyone's lives really kind of get. (laughs) (laughs) yes I'm like I'm now watching the show and I just have for almost every scene I just have a flashback of something similar that happened in past seasons they they did it better in past seasons but there's there's still some of the same storylines coming up over and over again that just I can remember all of the storylines from before and it still makes sense that they're so you know, living the way they're living. Yeah. And like this cast, I guess has some promise for future episodes, but I Mm -hmm. don't, I think is Lala not coming back now? Is that what the latest is? I thought she maybe said she wasn't, or I'm not super sure. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think she wants to discuss the you know, debacle with Rand on air. I think that probably, you know, fucked her up a little bit. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if she leaves, but I haven't heard that. That's very interesting. Okay. I thought I heard that somewhere, but I also like don't really keep up with their going on like outside <laughs> of the show. People will send yeah. me stuff, but like, I'm like, I don't really care that much. Yeah. Someone sent me a really horrific us weekly article that was like the cast of sir like the or like the past sir or past Vanderpump Rules cast members where are they now and it was like literally every single person that used to be on the show just like a tight recap of like what they're up to and it made me cross-eyed with despair and then I was like I just had to slowly back away. Maybe I need to read (laughs) some of them because this is good. I'll send you one so you can see. Please send it to me because like, what, what are they doing? Like, I know Jax has a big tax lien. Brittany, I think like HGTV. Dodie, I don't know what the hell she's doing, but like, Stassi, you know, I'm not worried about her. I never was. I never really liked anyway but like yeah what are they doing wait I'm chatting this to you because some of these need to be shared with the masses oh my god okay yeah Stassi whatever Laura Lee Bill Bloom <laughs> Laura Lee is just really good I love Kristen's the only update is the he's making you crazy author is still dating boyfriend Alex Minash who she went public with in April 2020 so like no career updates no oh my god what about james may those t-shirts um, were yeah, like, so great 
where is her publicist on this to just like try and plug one thing she's doing? This was incredible. Dana Kathan, it says, according to LinkedIn, Dana became the directors of sales at Medication Review Incorporated. <laughs> oh my God. So no stand-up comedy, just like big pharma. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good for her. Brett got just one sentence. The former <laughs> Bravo star now runs a fitness and lifestyle YouTube channel. Yeah, of course he does. That was that's really why he was on the show in the first place, right? Because he was a YouTube star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, not much has changed for him. Laura Lee's like final <laughs> thought was Katie still keeps up with Laura Lee, who often shares <laughs> selfies with her online via Instagram. Oh my god. Yes, that's I've never liked Katie more <laughs> to learn that she keeps up with Laura Lee. <laughs> that is so funny. Laura Lee, I remember hearing from Jax that she went to Juilliard, which is very impressive. But yeah, she was like an mm, actor, like yeah. an actor's actor that somehow yeah. took a turn for the sir and then her <laughs> life was never the same. No, no, that I think that tanked her career. <laughs> Tina McDowell truly got Tina she really has been through hell oh Um, yeah she got shot on Black Friday in 2019 yes I heard about that that is fucking crazy I don't know if I'd heard about that or not or if someone had told me I like promptly just like blacked it out because I couldn't deal yeah so she like, not only did she not really get to be on Vanderpump Rules, she also had to have, like, a GoFundMe for a gunshot wound oh on Black Friday, a, the worst God. day of the year. Yeah. So, oh, prayers yeah. for Tina. Yes, prayers for Tina. She, I thought, was great, but she just didn't get her time to shine. Yeah, I know. And she was the true like singer songwriter of the group. Yes. Yes. She Sheena was merely an opening act. Yeah. (laughs) Sheena was an opening act. And she also, you know, screwed up Tina's beautiful song at her wedding by just being so disorganized. She couldn't walk down the aisle at the right time. So poor Tina had to sing her song all over again. Oh my God. You're so right. God. fucking I hope in I hope things take a turn for Tina in 2022 I do too I really do too Adam spot Sheena's ex-boyfriend says it's it's unclear if he keeps in touch with the penguin Sheena purchased him before their split but he appears (laughs) to be dating a woman named Gabe and still living in Los Angeles oh well Spot the penguin was literally my first question, my only question about Adam. So good to know. Mm-hmm. I love dating a woman named Gabe. Yes, Gabe. Interesting name. Jen Bush. Remember that couple, Jen and Jeremy, oh, yes. that had a kid? I'll never forget. Well, they're split up now. <gasps> and it oh, says no. Jen frequently shares photos with her new man via Instagram. She also creates and sells craft kids, hair accessories, and gift baskets online. Wow. What was her husband? They were married, I think. 
Jeremy no Jeremy. that's Ariana's brother no it was Jeremy oh okay cool um oh that's sad but I'm glad she's making gift baskets mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Frank has disappeared oh god for all we Frank. know I know yeah he's just, just pulling a... people's underwear over their heads that's, yeah that's just a ragtag crew of lost souls yeah yeah this is hilarious I can't believe I haven't seen this so yeah that was um like the low point of my week was reading about all of their updates (laughs) yes (laughs) they are bleak (laughs) very bleak um yeah okay wait let's get into last week's episode great briefly so I guess it all really revolved around the dissolution of James and Raquel's relationship, which we obviously know they're broken up now, but we're starting to see the cracks. And we got to also see Raquel's sister, Kate, Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. who I literally thought was Billy Lee when she walked in the door. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, she's back. (laughs) I wish. I wish Billy Lee was back. I loved her. Um, but Raquel's sister, I think, hates James. I can just see it in her eyes. Yeah, she loathes yeah. him. And the whole thing about the relationship now is that he's too controlling, which mm-hmm. I guess I agree. I'm glad to see like Raquel having some like personal autonomy and finding her voice and finding her way that is exciting. I think she's like a good addition to the show. Um, I don't understand. Like, I'm like, is James really mad about these like penis straws or is this just like manufactured drama for us to like watch? Yeah. Well, it should have been called the cock straw episode because that's all they talked about pretty much. Um, I, I think that, I think that he is controlling, but it's definitely a contrived storyline. The producers are pushing it. The whole episode was every cast member talking about how controlling James is. But I mean, I I think he is. I think he's a kind of a dangerous guy for Raquel. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's the guy that she should legally tie herself to forever. Yeah. Like I am. I think he's a stepping stone to like finding her bigger purpose in life and like finding a more supportive, well-matched partner. But, and I do think that he is like a rageaholic and has like serious other issues, but the penis straw thing, I was like, really, you're going to get that mad about them? Like I, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed fake to me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not a penis straw kind of, you know, bachelorette, but wouldn't rile me up that much. And I really did enjoy that Sheena for her engagement or her bachelorette for Shay, she bought penis straws in bulk. There were Mm -hmm. a plethora of penis straws. She had them everywhere and I enjoyed it. She probably has leftovers in a U-Haul like or a storage unit somewhere. So those should be used and not thrown away to litter the oceans with more plastic. <laughs> they absolutely should. I hope a dolphin does not swallow one of Sheena's penis straws. That would be tragic. 
I think it has. And <laughs> global warming, we found out why it's happening just yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> blame Sheena for climate change climate change I think that if you you know everyone says we now just have like plastics in like microplastics in our bloodstreams and like DNA and all that if you really tested it and a scientist went super super deep and you had like hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend to isolate like a single molecule of a microplastic I'll bet you could find one a, a microplastic molecule that's one of Sheena's penis straws from her bachelorette in your own bloodstream you absolutely could I have no doubt about it okay the next big kind of moment in last week's episode is when Brock goes to Lala and Rand and he yeah. goes over, Sheena goes to have like a spa day with Lala and then mm-hmm. Rand and Brock have a whiskey tasting. Yes. And Brock reveals his plan to get engaged and marry Sheena in the same afternoon slash two hour window. And yes. he wants help from Rand and Lala to not only plan it, but also potentially pay for it. Yes, that is his ultimate goal. Rand is just throwing back shots of scotch and he's like, maybe some other things because he is super pumped to help Brock with this proposal and wedding. Um, And Brock kind of, I was disappointed because he kind of outs himself. He had that comeback to Lala the other night when they were together where, where he was like, she said she's a fine wine. He was like, well, I'm drinking scotch. And I thought that was very clever. And then he outs himself as like not even getting his own joke. So he's, I was like, is he a meathead? Is he, he is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, and I think Brock owns this as well, that his education isn't the best. He does say that. Yes. I really get, I really get the impression It's like, I don't, I don't want to assume that he's just using Sheena, but Mm -hmm. all signs point to he's just using Sheena. Yeah. All major red flags. He's what also worries me is he like fights with her mom, which is very strange. Like that's a no for me. If my boyfriend was fighting with my parents, I would probably not be with them. So that's, that was a huge red, red flag for me. Yeah. There's just, there can't be enough red flags in the Brock situation for Sheena to just kind of like open her eyes and walk the other direction. And like, part of me is like, oh, maybe Brock is just so dumb that he doesn't realize how he's coming off. But that also is not an excuse because if he's dumb enough to do this, and come off this way he's dumb enough to just like leave Sheena or like find a reason why he can leave her once their marriage has like fall or once he's gotten what he wanted out of the marriage yeah that's that's what scares me because I think Sheena is a vulnerable person just because she latches on to you know toxic people so I'm kind of scared for her but you know, I, I can't say for sure if he's a bad guy, but red flags all over the place. Yeah. It's not going to be surprising if it all falls apart, I guess. Yeah, 
it will yeah it'll not surprise me the one thing from that scene that i thought was so funny was that rand came up with the idea to have it be like one of his movie premieres and it just made total sense to me that no that he would come out with a movie and it would be so bad that no one in the group would know he had a movie and would just go to a premiere yeah and that at the premiere the only people that would be there is the cast of vanderpump rules <laughs> yes exactly no questions asked sheena would just like be down for it yeah also a premiere in the middle of like covid summer yeah yeah exactly <laughs> right i'm um, just i'm scared for randall well i'm not scared for randall but like he is he is at risk for COVID, he can't be risking, you know, a movie premiere in COVID summer. No, he has way too much going on. A baby, he has a, like a whole slate of shitty movies to produce. Mm-hmm. He's like separating mm-hmm. from Lala. Like he has a lot on his plate and should prioritize yes. his health above all else. Yes, we know he doesn't do that, but he should. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sheena and Charlie, who I feel like Charlie like has not been the last we saw of them was Charlie was like, you're a terrible friend. Right. Mm-hmm. And then yes. now they're having lunch. Charlie is just drinking coffee and water. And Sheena's reveals that it's not a surprise wedding. Like she's actually like planned <laughs> most of it and ha- is like yeah. ready to get married at any given moment. Yes. Which is just classic yes. Sheena. It is classic Sheena, and it's also classic Sheena to be called a bad friend by people. That is a storyline that started in season one and continues to this day. So it is just one of those tropes of Vanderpump Rules that Sheena is a bad friend. She is a friend collector. She just wants to look good to everyone. Um, That's just you know, a theme we see throughout the entire series. I'm always rooting for Sheena in the back of my mind. Like I want her, I want her to find the kind of love where it's like, she really finds a man who can take care of her in the way that she needs to be like held. And I'm saying that in like the most therapisty, like way possible, like not, financially but just like can truly be there for Sheena yes she absolutely needs that I think her personality needs that somebody to be there for her um she's like the men that she's been with she's shouldered a lot of the emotional burden of being with these men so Shay with his drug addiction um, Rob with just like literally not being in love with her. And now we have Brock who is borrowing money left and right. And, you know, just overall not being a great partner. And she's had to deal with that over all these years. Yeah. I feel it's like she invests so much like time and literal money into these guys and, and, mm-hmm. and views it as though that is, is like an investment that then gets a return of the love that she seeks. Yes. But it doesn't have to be that way. 
No, no. And uh, she, you know, the return on investment, I mean, she could do divorce closet. Anybody remember that? The Rob Valletta stellar idea he had for uh, getting rid of your ex's stuff. She, I mean, mm-hmm. she could always sell Shay's snowboard. Yeah, she could sell, sell like ephemera from her past relationships. Yeah. Even like she should make like NFTs of her with all this like <laughs> past things and then just get into like go full crypto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I I don't dabble in crypto, but I would if I could get a blow up picture of her wedding to Shay. Yeah. I mean, like that, I feel like tons of people would buy that and she could make mm-hmm. a fortune off of that kind of like NFT. Absolutely. It's off me for money. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Toms are having their like friend break, but they really miss each other. Mm-hmm. And I also don't believe this like friend break is a real no. thing. It's just like another fake storyline to like it is. buy time for the episode. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think anything we're getting is a hundred percent real. I think the friend friend break is kind of bullshit too. Um, I know they want to like hang out with each other. So, and you know, we see it doesn't last very long anyway. Yeah. And like that, I remember like getting into the next episode, like I remember when they posted like those warring like Instagram photos. Oh, and people were yes. like, oh my God, what's going on? Yeah. Like, it irritates me to see, like, to just know that it's all fake so produced. at the end of the day. So produ- yeah. I could tell when James, like, looked down at his phone while Schwartz was talking. I was like, a producer just told him to look at Instagram. Like, I, I mm-hmm. just instinctively knew that. Yeah. We also find out that the a huge reason that Brock wants to marry Sheena so quickly is because he doesn't have his green card. And so I'm yeah. sure, like... <laughs> The clock is literally ticking until oh, he yeah. gets like deported. So he and uh-huh. Sheena have to get married like ASAP, which yeah. is just another like the odds are truly stacked against her in every mm-hmm. single way, shape and form in this relationship. Absolutely. I would love to have like a timestamp of like how many days left until Brock gets deported because he's like very fervent about getting this wedding done. So, you know, time is ticking, but I would love to know at that point when he was planning with Randall exactly how many days he has left. I would love to know. That. Yeah. No, I'm sure it would be like we have a month and a half or two months yeah. before we have to like send like timestamp and send in all this information. Yes. So, so once again, just sad for Sheena. Sad for Sheesha. Okay, so this week's episode opens with Katie going over to Lala's and Lala is just pumping and <laughs> she her tits have never just been in better shape. She's like yeah. had no problems with pumping or breastfeeding really yes. and is just like living, laughing, producing milk. Yes, she had because of the nipple play, all the nipple play that her and Rand do. She was totally prepared for a child, you know, suckling on her on her teeth. She was yes. she was excited for it. 
And she said that she and Randall were having sex like twice a week and she was giving him tons of blowies. But now mm-hmm. that she's a mom, she really doesn't want his dick in her mouth anymore. Yeah, I was very surprised to hear that. I don't think that I thought I would ever hear something like that from Lala because she, you know, leads with her sexuality. But I can see, you know, Rand's being a really disgusting husband and being like, well, I'm not getting blowies every day. So let me just DM these girls on Instagram. I, that, that's the first thing that came to my mind when she said that. Yeah. I guess I could see like a version of Lala's life where like motherhood has really changed her in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. And like, it obviously hasn't changed Rand. No. He, it's his like third kid. So he's just yeah, going to stay yeah. the same and then she's going to evolve and thus the relationship will fall apart as we yeah. know it does. I, I haven't really seen an evolution from Lala quite yet. I think she hasn't like fully raged out, but I mean, she's, st- she's still kind of unlikable to me. I haven't liked her since, you know, she made up with Katie. I think that was the point where I was like, eh, she's kind of boring now. Yeah. I mean, she's very, she's much more like guarded with her personal life. And Mm -hmm. probably a lot of that has to do with like getting sober and not being like a hot mess, like drunk. And like, I guess considering, I don't know what she's going to do next if she doesn't do this show. Like, it's like she's, Mm -hmm. but I'm intrigued. And I think it's kind of like a smart strategic move to kind of set herself apart from everyone. But I I definitely don't think we're getting like the full scope of what's going on in her day-to-day life. No, and I don't think we'll ever get that as much as I desperately want to know every detail. We're never going to get it out of her. Mm-hmm. That's true. She will remain yeah. a, a mystery. Yes. She's mad that Ariana didn't speak to her at the Give Them La La beauty party. I don't really care about that. <laughs> and then Katie and Ariana. Okay, so they talked in the last episode about making a sandwich shop. They're very inspired yes. by Nancy Myers. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, is this real? And it seems like it's maybe a real thing. Yeah. Well, Lala goes, it's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I guess it's a real thing. I mean, we learn more about it later on in this episode, but I, it's so entertaining to me. I think it's hilarious. They're going to go set up a meeting with Randall to become an investor (laughs) in their sandwich shop. And Randall, like, I don't trust Randall to begin with, but I certainly don't trust any investor who says, like, I'm dying to invest in one, just anyone from Vanderpump Rules. I'm like dying to invest in their business. I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's, yeah, like, they're like, Lala was like, oh, finally, Randall will get to invest in someone's business. But I'm like, why? are you like you're barking up the wrong tree I know I know not Maddox and Maloney's sandwich shop that's not that's not I think in his best interest but he just you know is ravenous for new deals and he wants his name on a sandwich apparently that was a good call by Lala I think that is really what he wants we could you know we could have a pastrami on Rand or 
Guardian Gouda. Maybe it's like one of those things where if you just have extra money and you don't want to pay taxes on it, if you just like give it to someone and like invest in their business, you can write it off as a loss and then you don't have yeah. to pay taxes. And then if it takes off, like great. But if it doesn't, at least you have a sandwich named after you. Yeah, exactly. And all that's right, maybe all I'm like- understanding this is all just like instead of paying the IRS, he's just going to sink that money into the cast of Vanderpump rules. And I can't really say that I'm mad at that. Yeah. I mean, that's rich people shit that I know nothing about, but it makes a lot of sense. Okay. That's all, it's all happening for me. Things are coming together. (laughs) I'm here for the sandwich shop. Like I would go to the sandwich shop and, or, or a sandwich. Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. I would be there in a heartbeat. James goes over to Tom Schwartz's to teach him how to DJ because the Toms are still on a break. And I just wrote classic that Schwartz wants to DJ because he truly is a lost boy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely don't buy that he is ever going to DJ in real life. I think maybe the producers were like, you know, James is going to come over. Why do you want him to come over? What are you going to talk about? And he was like, I don't know, like maybe DJing. Like, I don't, I don't think he's literally ever going to spin anything. Yeah. If he couldn't manage just like pouring glasses of rosé at pump, there's no way (laughs) he can manage like turntables and syncing up audio and like dealing with the crowd. Like you're very right about that. Yeah, absolutely. And then meanwhile, Sandoval is working out in his home gym, Mm -hmm. which I'm jealous of his whole workout setup. Yeah, the pink and blue lights. Those are looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Brock comes over and Brock reveals that he can no longer afford the venue for his engagement wedding to Sheena because now it's twenty thousand dollars and it's just simply out of his budget. Yeah. I feel like Sandoval was kind of feeling him out a little bit, like in the best interest of Sheena, because he made some kind of comment on like, oh, you're not going to pay because you just don't love her enough or something like that. That I was like, you know what? Sandoval is a skeptic too, is a Brock skeptic. I can feel it. Yeah. I think everyone is in their right mind to be a Brock skeptic because yeah. the more just the more that unfolds about his financial situation, it's like, you should not be paying any money for anything. Like if you need to get married because you need a green card, you guys should go to the courthouse, Mm -hmm. keep it simple, have one witness, sign the papers, mail them. You don't need to be spending any money on a ring. You don't need Mm -hmm. to be spending any money on a venue. And like, I understand that like Brock would want to, just like piggyback on James and Raquel's like (laughs) venue which is so classic (laughs) Vanderpump rules to just like try and like do your own thing but I'm also like don't do don't do that because that seemed that's almost worse than like I wouldn't I would not want that no no and I do get flashbacks to um Katie's wedding where Sandoval brings up the idea of marriage to Ariana and she was like, well, I know you wouldn't be as tacky as to ask me to marry you at somebody else's wedding. And that's just what I think with this Brock situation, like 
don't, not the time and place. No. And like, don't, when you get married, don't you just take on your spouse's debt? Ooh, that's a good question. I do not know, but potentially. I thought that you did. Okay. I'm Googling this because I'm like very concerned. (laughs) When one or both partners have debt coming into the marriage, the debt belongs solely to the person who incurred them. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. Because Brock just put a $25,000 ring on across four credit cards. So in my head, when he (laughs) did that, I was like, oh my God, is Sheena just going to be on the hook for this? But it's good. He's paying for that before. But also then you're just like, Marrying someone who's an additional $25,000 in debt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we don't even know what other kind of debt he has. No. And like, I think a ring, a ring should not be like, I don't want to get a piece of jewelry that then someone is in like crippling debt because they gave it to me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That like huge boulder that he bought her like that's just a reminder of like oh your partner's broke now yeah and also it's not even a diamond so like you really just that was like a bad decision all around and it's it's way less romantic if someone is like financially suffering to give it to you yeah absolutely I would I would feel bad if somebody like tried to spend every last penny they had but it's just it's typical for what we've seen with Brock so far yeah like I want someone that's like oh my god I have just so much leftover money that I thought (laughs) why not buy you like a diamond tennis necklace and then I'm like yeah thank you so much I love this and I love that you just paid for this and yeah both like go have lunch and not be worried about it yes (laughs) okay so they're not I guess they're not once you've married, if you co-sign a debt or open a joint credit account together, you would share responsibility for those equally. Hmm. Okay. If you live in a community property state, most debts incurred after marriage may be treated as the responsibility of both spouses. California is a community property state. Wow. Ooh, I sh- she should not open up a credit account with him. No, no, no. Because we all know now that his credit isn't good in America. Yeah. Sheena, please, Uh, girl. She needs to just look. She needs to watch her own season, her own past seasons of Vanderpump Rules and remember, remind herself what it's like to share finances with an unstable man because it, it doesn't end well. Yeah. So you, so then like the next scene after like the Toms have their Insta wars with like each other, Sheena is at home. Lala comes over and she reveals that she knows all about the surprise wedding and that she's actually like incredibly prepared. She's like, I got a dress. I got my nails done and my eyelashes (laughs) are done. And I have a step and repeat photographer. And I was like, wow. So this is an event with a step and repeat. Love that. Yes. And she just had a prenup drafted and she said she had to give half of her finances to Shay in their divorce. So that's why now she's like, I will have a prenup. I guess too, I guess, well, where, 
what season was it when they got divorced? Four or five? It was five because it was right after Katie's wedding. It was like the last episode in the season where Sheena like, you know, tells Shay that she's meeting with the lawyer. Okay, fuck. So she was yeah. making like good money on the show by then. Yeah. Yeah. It's I I literally gasped gasped. Um it's half of her money is crazy. Um I don't think he deserved that at all. No. But also that's what happens if you don't have a prenup. And so now we all know get a fucking prenup especially in California, but also she puts so much literal cash into these relationships. Like I can't wrap my head mm-hmm. around what's calling her to do this. Yeah. I think she just, you know, falls in love with people and kind of loses all sense of what, you know, is best for herself. Yeah. She loves love maybe too much. She does She's way too much. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Schwartz and Sandy have a meeting about Schwartz and Sandy's (laughs) and we see that they are like prepping all these like big plans and renovations and the like guy who did the garden area of Tom Tom is going to like come in and really like do up the restaurant and he Mm -hmm. quotes them as like a what was it like a three to six month project or something like that yeah and in my head I was like that's like eight to ten months minimum yeah 
absolutely with everything Sandoval has in his mind about what he wants it to look like with the LED starry night and <laughs> what lowering the ceiling. Like that's, that's not going to be quick. Yeah. And I wonder if this is like, like, I want to be able to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like, I'm sure everything's going to come together and it's fine. And they like yeah. actually do have the money and it's like, it is what it is. And they just try and make them look dumb for storylines or try yes. and make it seem like they're in a fail. Yeah. But then I'm also like, are they just gonna fail? Like, I, I guess I appreciate that. It's still like tenuous, even after yeah. all the success that they've had on the show, that they still might not be truly capable human beings. Yeah, exactly. You, you do question them at every corner. And I think that's you for last season or the season when they were opening up Tom, Tom, like Lisa was that person to make them look dumb. And now it just is like the producers seemingly want to make them look dumb. Yeah. And so I guess only time will tell. Yeah. Some, I feel like though, maybe I just am holding on like too much hope for the show getting like back to a good place or like a more watchable place. But Mm -hmm. I guess like there are pretty high stakes being established right now. Like they could fail at their restaurant. Sheena could, her marriage to Brock could fail. James, Mm -hmm. will he stay sober? Will he not post Raquel? Now Raquel's single. Like how will she deal with being single? It's like, laying groundwork for kind of a new era. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That just always keep us on the hook. I know. I, I hope that they keep their jobs on Vanderpump rules because they're, you know, it seems like they're all very big spenders and I don't want to see any of them. Like when Jackson, Brittany, I, you know, I would love to see them crash and burn. But like Schwartz and or Schwartz and Katie, Ariana and Sandoval, like I don't, I don't want bad things for them. So I hope this all works out. Yeah, like I want, I have like dreams for them or like ideas for them where they could like thrive in their yeah. own ways. But I agree, I don't want to see them like, I don't want to see them like in deep dark pain. No, not at all. Kate comes back over to James and Raquel's. And so James reveals he was going to quit smoking weed on the two year anniversary of his sobriety from alcohol. But then someone at Sir got COVID. So he had to quarantine (laughs) and there was nothing else to do but smoke weed. So now he's just like going to keep smoking weed. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with him on that front. Like, what else are you going to (laughs) do? Yeah. I mean, I could think of a lot of things he could do like journal or take up yoga (laughs) or like figure something out. That's true. That's all true. He says that he was just going to like, what was he going to do? He's going to be in the studio making sick beats anyway. So he just (laughs) might as well be smoking a ton of weed. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to talk about Raquel's table setting that she Mm -hmm. put together I don't know if that's in your notes but she she cut out little circles and then looks like she printed out names and then she cut tiny little names and then taped them to the circles so like 
no Google Sheets in Raquel, in the world that Raquel lives in. She made these, you know, strange little table settings. I thought that was really, really funny. I love her DIY spirit. I feel like that very much tracks with like her making mood boards and her really like visualizing how it's going to look to have these certain people at these certain tables. Like she's not really like, she's not like a computer kind of girl. She's more like (laughs) crafty than that. She likes to get her hands dirty. Mood boards and all that. Yeah. So Kate, is skeptical of James. Raquel is obviously like skeptical of James, but they're still going to be moving forward. And the venue with their engagement party and the venue that they picked out looks stunning. I know. My God, the views. I like, do you know where in California that is? I don't, but it's Santa Inez. I feel like that's not so far away from Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. Oh, yeah. It's like kind of up in Santa Barbara County. So like wine country, probably like Mm. three ish hours away from Cali or from Los Angeles. I love that for them. Yeah, Yeah. they uh, it's like a Tuscan villa kind of looking venue. It's going to be really chic. I'm like, again, God, these people make so much money if they can like pull off like a whole party like this, but more power to them. Just yeah. sinking that money down the drain. <laughs> um, yep. So Brock calls Tom and Ariana and he wants, he reveals that his plan is to sneak off one afternoon at James and Raquel's engagement weekend and have Sandoval marry them <laughs> in a secret, like quickie ceremony. Yeah. And Ariana is their witness. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't feel like Sheena would like this as a plan. No, no. I don't think anyone would like that as a plan just to sneak off like at somebody else's engagement party and get married. It's not like, I don't know if they have like, in the woods like Katie and Tom's wedding like a little area that's like cute and pretty but I in my mind I just see them like walking to the edge of the property and like going through bushes like to try and find an open spot for Brock and Sheena to get married that's just what I picture I'm also like like I was like would Sheena like this and then we see a clip from next week and then she's like well no one can know about it like we have to be yeah. like, super secret and then I was like okay is production just paying for this venue and then they're like do whatever you need to do like or is mm-hmm. this like again I just keep coming back to is this real is this fake and it's not a headspace I enjoy living yeah. in on this show like I, de- yeah. I guess I do think that a lot of this is real like I do believe that Brock is totally broke and like can't afford to get married to Sheena and would want to just piggyback off of this like wedding venue yes but I also just don't see Sheena being like game for that like I would rather like why don't you just take that photographer that you hired and Tom and Ariana in your dress and again go to the courthouse and just like yeah get married and have a photo shoot it's so strange that they would do this and that she's like down for this because it doesn't 
anything typical of her at all. Yeah. So then Katie and Ariana go to Lisa's and <laughs> reveal their plans to open an unapologetic an unapologetically feminine sandwich shop called something about her. (laughs) So I guess this is like the Nancy Myers of it all. Something about her, like, like a nineties (laughs) rom-com. Yeah. And I'm terrible name. (laughs) Really? I kind of am liking the name. I'm like, I guess I'm like, I think of that brand, like love shack fancy or something. And like, Uh or just like really like frilly girly stuff that's in right now. And I'm like, okay, like I get like, sure. Why not? Like I I'm into it for some reason. I hope I just want the sandwiches to be good. If the sandwiches are really, really, really good, then I think that that name totally tracks and is doable. But if they're mediocre, like if they're anywhere near what the food is like at any of Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants, then mm-hmm. I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never eaten at any of Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants, but I know to steer clear of them, except for Tom Tom, which I've heard, yes. you know, on this pod that is pretty good. But something about her has Katie Maloney written all over it. It's, it like reminds me of <laughs> how she thought Schwartz and Sandy's should actually be called Once Upon a Tom. <laughs> yeah, she's like, like a whimsical name. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, maybe they'll have like, I mean, if they had a bakery, if it was like a bakery sandwich shop where they like make their own bread and it's like mm-hmm. very artisanal. Yeah. I can definitely get behind that. Yeah. You're making me see the light. Yeah. But like, like if it was like, you know, do you remember city bakery? Did you ever go to city bakery in New York? No, I don't think so. Okay. It closed like pretty fairly recently, but it was like, truly delicious had like the best chocolate chip cookies and brownies and this like thick hot chocolate and like it was like a lunchy breakfasty kind of place and Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe they could do like a city if their place was like as good as city bakery I'm Mm -hmm. seeing that for them I don't know why it has to be unapologetically feminine yes yeah that doesn't seem like Ariana at all to like it doesn't seem like know, sandwiches at all but now but i guess maybe they have like maybe they have tea like they could have like mm-hmm. a high tea yeah yeah absolutely i'm also like is this real like what is real and what is fake i like can't discern reality yeah. anymore it's living in like a fever dream of just like yeah Every scene I ask myself that, like, is this real or is this a producer prompting them to do this or that? I kind of, I feel like the sandwich shop is real because as we see in this meeting at Lisa's house, like Katie needs help. She needs emotional help. And I don't think she would go into a business venture because the producers told her to when she's like clearly in need of something. Yeah. I think they both really need this. Like they need yeah. a purpose in life. So yeah. I am all in for something about her. Yes, me too. 
and I hope that it happens. I wonder where they're going to open it. Maybe in the Valley. I need like more info. Yeah. I'm going to be looking into this. <laughs> yeah. Shortly. <laughs> Brock and Sandoval go to Kyle Chan jewelers to uh-huh. the stars <laughs> to pick up their or Brock's engagement ring for Sheena. Yes. Kyle Chan, he must have been like one of Lisa's friends, right? Like how else would they meet this like jeweler? I don't know. They like must have come up with him. I was, Did he work at Sir Ever? Was he just like always a jeweler? <laughs> I, the, I think the only thing I remember is him being just a jeweler. But it's just so hilarious to me that every ring on this show or piece of jewelry has come from Kyle Chan. Yeah. And he's also like, he has his store in like West Hollywood. Yeah. Wow. Kyle Chan, he's really done it. (laughs) He has. He's a mastermind. (laughs) He's succeeded. He gets like every time someone gets engaged or married, Kyle Chan's there to make them a ring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And pour them some drinks while they're purchasing rings. Yeah. That's so this always is always a part of the equation. When Brock gets Sheena her $25,000 not diamond, a 12, <laughs> a 12 carat, like this is just, he, I guess he is like very stupid because this is just like a stupid <laughs> thing to buy from beginning yeah. to end. It's so big. It's yeah. like not the kind of thing you'd want to wear every day. It's also it's not a diamond. Big. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, what is Morganite? I've never heard of that. Um, It's like a crystal or something. Let's like, okay. up. I'm trying to find all these answers. Okay. <laughs> it's a pink gemstone. It's more affordable than a pink diamond. Mm-hmm. Morganite is very, very sparkly because of how the light radiates off of it. And then it's a, more of a budget-friendly option. Yeah. I mean, that all makes a lot of sense. The size of it does not make sense to me why you would buy like a big, sparkly, non-diamond ring. Like, I, I think I'd be a little embarrassed wearing a ring with a stone that big yeah if it's like unless you're truly like insanely rich and that is a diamond and it's like a great (laughs) quality huge diamond and then you also have a bodyguard with you and like a driver (laughs) it's like no you probably shouldn't be wearing that and then it's not a diamond it's just a cocktail ring yes yes that's exactly what it looks like like costume jewelry yeah, like I guess he probably got it at cost or whatever, but still, even if he got it for like if the ring's worth 25k but it's he paid 12k, that's still $12,000 on Yeah. not a diamond. Yes. Yes. Oh man. I just wrote this is so bad. It is bad, but his credit cards went through which is great for him. Mm-hmm. Um, that that definitely, you know, wouldn't happen if Jax was there. Jax is notorious for his cards being declined. Oh, so yeah. I was kind of hoping for a declined situation. Didn't pan out, but 
you know, it's good for Sheena. Yeah. I wonder if any of those credit cards were Sheena's credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Could be. I would not put it past them. Yeah. Um, Tom and Tom have a progress party for their restaurant progress party progress party. And (laughs) there's trash everywhere. There's a dead roach on the floor. (laughs) 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 It really is a non-progress progress party. And yes, as Tom is explaining the vision to everyone, um, Lisa and Ken are just like completely horrified. And this yeah. is like the funniest part of the episode is like when yeah. you walk in and take in the trash and the roach and just realize that like this is <laughs> going to be an expensive endeavor that might not work out in their favor. Yeah, I just love them like whispering to each other like, oh, that's not going to work. It was just like, you. I don't even know why they invited her to be honest because she was always just going to shit on it. Yeah, I mean, uh, like she literally is just like a cast member of Vanderpump Rules now. So I guess you <laughs> yeah. simply must invite Lisa. Yeah, but I'm yeah. also wondering if she is going to end up like if this season is going to end with her being like, OK, like we will give you this money or like we will mm. or maybe she will like invest in the sandwich shop or something. Yeah, I could see the sandwich shop. I don't see her investing in Schwartz and Sandy's because I think that she maybe is a little butthurt about them doing their own venture. She says she's not, but I I feel like she thinks she, you know, built them up. Um, So she might have a little, you know, negative feelings about them opening up their own place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I feel like, she does kind of want them to fail or doesn't want yeah. people to like stop going to Tom Tom and start yep. going to Schwartz and Sandy's. Exactly. And I wonder if they like just cashed out of their profits from Tom Tom and then are just like starting totally fresh or like yeah. what happened there. Yeah. They, I mean, they probably are using some income from Tom Tom, but you know, they have to get to get those home equity loans. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Ken and Lisa seem to think it will cost 500K to totally <laughs> renovate the place. And Lisa goes, yeah. they're in over their heads. And Ken goes, they're going to lose a lot of money. <laughs> I'm so glad that dark. Ken can still speak. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Ken is on his last leg. And I, I don't, you know, I wish the best for him, but he is, you know, fading. Mm-hmm. Much like the dog that they now carry around with them and like plop onto counters. Yeah. <laughs> they always need a tiny dog as an accessory. Brock and Sheena fight in their confessional. And that gave me yes. the life that I needed to live oh another day God. in this cruel world. Oh my God. She gave him over $10,000 and he disputed that. Um, I believe her. And then he breaks down and he cries. I can't decide if he's like a schemer or just like a doofus, but like he's certainly toxic, has a lot of red flags. And I, I was just like, 
I, I don't know. I thought that was a great moment that I haven't seen on the past couple of seasons, like kind of a raw confessional because Sheena seems surprised that he broke down. Yeah. Like I am. Um, we need to like go one step deeper and see what the deal is. Cause I do think it is like a manipulative. I'm like, is he really crying? Like, Also, is he trying to control this narrative in front of cameras that it's like she hasn't given him all this money? And I think that that's really manipulative. Like, Mm -hmm. I just don't know what the end game is, but I am hooked to see where this all goes. Yeah, I definitely think he knows how much she gave him and he was just embarrassed to hear her say it out loud on TV. Mm -hmm. James and Brock have a side conversation that turns into like a true fight on mostly yeah. James side. Again, yes. I'm like, I don't know what Brock is trying to accomplish here. Cause like he is going to try to get secretly married to Sheena at James and Raquel's engagement weekend. So you would think that he would just be like nice and supportive and like try and butter James up and make James feel really good just about himself and about life so that if he does find out about this, then he'll be like, Oh, that's okay. I love rock. Like, and instead he's doing the opposite, which he's like triggering James and then getting into an altercation. And I'm again, always coming back to the question is Brock stupid and I guess I have answered that question for myself. And the answer is yes. Yeah, He's like yes. really, really <laughs> dumb. <laughs> I really, I do think he is. He says, yes, I've had a poor education. But I, I think James is really the stupid one for screaming in the face of this like giant man that could crush him. And it would be terrifying. Like James just popped off so quickly and so rageful and I was like how can you look at this man who's like 200 pounds more than you and just like scream in their face yeah 200 pounds more than you with a history of violence yes yes cannot forget about that so it wouldn't be his first time like backhanding someone and yeah but I'm also (laughs) like what is James I feel like James just has like a lot on his mind besides whatever we're seeing on camera. Mm-hmm. I I would not be surprised if he is doing drugs. Like I I can't. His rage was scary to mm-hmm. get to go so quickly to you know to rage. Like he has it's at least Adderall. <laughs> I know. That's what I was going to say. It feels very like amphetamine based rage. Yeah. Yeah. Because Brock didn't, there was no trigger point. Like all he said was like, I care about you, man. Or like, yeah, he was like, oh, you see, oh, you're really stressed out. So you felt like you needed to smoke weed. And then James like went crazy on him, which I guess has been James's MO, obviously, because you think back to like the Max altercation. Yes. And yeah, I'm like worried for James. Love that he's becoming like the villain of the show because he is a mm-hmm. great villain and he's mm-hmm. highly entertaining. But I also yeah. like want him to live. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Yes. Like I don't Absolutely. want him to die. 
Yeah. And like he, the last time he was the villain was like season three when he was spitting on Dodie's door saying like, you slut <laughs> and like walking out of her apartment building. And he was definitely a, you know, huge villain back then. And it seems like he's moving towards that again. He had a lot of sympathy between, you know, season three, season four and where we are now. But he might not deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything is really like in a TBD place right now on the show. Yeah. He says to breakfast, adios, amigo. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love like, I wish that this was just going to be like a Mexican restaurant because I know, it's just, I know. every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I just want to go to like a big Mexican restaurant and yeah. eat like Mexican food. <laughs> yeah. And then I get I sad that it's like not going to be that. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, well, Jenna, thank you so much for joining me on the pod to talk about these episodes. Yeah. Thank I'm... you so much for having me. Yeah. What are your predictions for the future? Um, so I am not good at predictions. I hope that we'll get a next season just to see how you know, all of this stuff with Raquel and James and Lala and Rand pan out. Hopefully Lala would be on the show. Um, but I predict it will still be as produced as it is right now, which sucks. But I think they're in this like rut they can't get out of. No one's willing to get as like raw as they were in the first couple of seasons. It's too you know, scary for them. So I don't think we'll ever really have a good season ever again, (laughs) but I will continue to watch. I love that. I will, I don't know. I'm reconsidering a lot of things now because (laughs) it really hit me over the break. I was like, why would I actually like, why do I owe it to anyone to do something that doesn't bring me absolute joy so I'm in kind of a place of like the Kim Cattrall meme that's like I don't want to be around anything for one second that xyz so we'll see but I was intrigued by these episodes and dark doubt which I guess is all you can really ask for at this stage in the Vanderpump game and I realized that we actually we skipped over this because I think it was in episode 12 where they had a whole segment on Jax as the lawn doctor and we got flashbacks to not only him mowing the lawn but we got security camera footage of him giving a samurai sword back to Sandoval which of course just brings up the you know the flashback of him stealing sunglasses and that video getting leaked but I think I just thought it was so interesting that like Jacks of all people is the really the only character to be referenced in this entire season. Like there's some pictures and video of Stassi and a little of Kristen, but like Jax is really the person that they actually reference. It's weird. 
Yeah, it is weird. And it's fun. I mean, I think like I loved that footage of him giving the sword back and that they like, yeah. had to blur his face. <laughs> I like imagining him being furious that anything <laughs> is shown of him. And yeah. I feel like that's why he tried to kind of like low key just slide it over because he didn't <laughs> want anything to be used. Yeah. <laughs> I still think someone had proposed this on a past episode, but I was like, I could definitely see a world in which like Stassi comes back to the show. Oh God. I mean, she, I could, I could actually see that because she's been like canceled so many times and she just comes back each time. I mean, I would not like that. I do not like Stassi. I don't think she's been good since season four. I loved her, like love to hate her one through four season personality but like mm-hmm. she's just she's too like quippy and like you know tries to be funny and relatable and like I don't care about that that doesn't make me happy to watch yeah like I could see them doing like uh when Kristen Cavallari returned to like the hills or whatever like came on the hills <laughs> like her crawling back and begging for forgiveness I feel like yes. Bravo would l- enjoy that arc for her and that's something that she would maybe want to do too and they all yeah. I, I don't know what the ratings have been like for this I season I think they I think they have not been great which also pisses me off because then Jacks can be like oh the show isn't good without us even though it was like terrible last season too okay the latest ratings is that they've taken a nosedive Ah, this is as of, yes. of October. Mm-hmm. It's it's really weird how many fans Stassi and Jax have. Like, just being on TikTok, I get so many comments like, Stassi is queen. We love Stassi. Blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, could never be me. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It, I met, You must get, like, a lot. Do you get any, like, TikTok haters? Um... No, everybody's been pretty like, like very light. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yes. very light and very, and it's like clips from the shows and like a really yes. funny context. So it's not really like everyone looks like an idiot at one point or another. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not showing anything that someone hasn't already done, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they only pulled in 637,000 viewers for the premiere, but then the season eight premiere was 1.2 million viewers. So, wow. Okay. Well, doesn't seem like it's going anywhere, though. No, no, that's that's unfortunate. But I, I can see why it's not. It's just not as good as it used to be. Yeah, true. Um, well, Jenna, thank you so much again. Tell everyone where they can find you. Let's spell it out for them so they can be sure to follow you. So you can follow me on TikTok at DDMyDo, D-I-D-I-M-Y-D-O-E. Love it. And you guys absolutely should. Jenna's slaying on TikTok. And (laughs) thank you for your content, honestly. Yeah, and thank you for yours. You're so welcome. Yeah, this has been (laughs) awesome. Guys, uh, until next time, love and light. 
Bye. Bye.